What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? And welcome to the Kaisa Show. Oh, yours was so good. I totally you forgot to bring, bring it to the it mic. To the mic yeah. But you're the professional. I'm not. So it, it figures that Look, you did it right. I always bring it to the <laughs> mic, you know. <laughs> so corny. Team, what's up? We are going to start with a special shout out because speaking of Mike, it was his birthday oh, last week. Oh, thank you. Thank you. How was it? It was good. You're, this is a little surprise. You're kind of getting, I like where you're going these days. You're getting a little bit more sneaky. You're pulling influencer jokes. First. This is good. That influencer jokes. I mean, I've, about seven years later, I should be pulling something influential. Yeah. Birthday was great. Good. Yeah. I went surfing on the coast with a buddy for th- three nights, four days. And no family. I love my family. Shout out to my family. But I love also not being with my family. You know, it was a good... I got a piece of wisdom that um, you got to do things so you miss people. Mm. You know? It's important. Yeah. So if it feels like you shouldn't go, not you could, don't use this always. <laughs> it's probably really bad. Go! Yeah, but go. Because I was conflicted. I was like, oh, my kid. Like, he kind of was like a little bummed or at least said, you know, he's like, I'm not going to see you on your birthday. And then I was like, oh, damn. Am I a bad dad? And then my wife's very, like, Priya's very uh, pro, like, do your thing. So, and then we all did our thing. I love that about you guys. You are very pro, do your thing. Yeah. But I also think having your own life and doing your own thing helps, you know, your combined life together. Yeah. So he went to grandma's uh, and partied. And then wife chilled at home and, like, she hung out at, like, Uville at, like, this mall, like, all day one day, and she was so stoked, and then I was out surfing, like, twice a day and just chilling, like, at my camper with my... It was so much fun. Living. It was good. You were surfing for, like, two-plus hours a day. Yeah. We were just... It was unbelievable. It's rare in Washington, at least in my experience, that you get, like, good surfing multiple times a day, multiple days in a row. It was, like, morning, great evening like sunset literally go at sunset the sun is setting and you're catching waves with like one of your best friends magical yeah and good weather which is it was also a trip too it was like 80 on the coast it's like i've never been on the coast in washington at 80 that's fine. 70 max meant to be for your so birthday. it was totally it was like thank you big 39 i felt like I felt like a great way to bring in 39. I also I watched the, my first moon set. I've never watched a moon set. That's fire. He was telling us about that. At like 1 a.m., I think it was, on my birth, on the whatever. The night, night of your birth? No, <laughs> the morning, I guess, of my oh. birth. 1 a.m. on my birthday, watched the moon set, then the Milky Way, all sorts of stars. I mean, it was like, you know, pretty magical. It looked magical. He had a photo of it. Mm. And bioluminescence in the water in the sand. I was trying to tell you earlier, I forgot. When you would kick this, like after the moon set, this like algae. Have you ever seen bioluminescent? No. So it's like you kick the sand and sp- blue sparks fly. And then in the water, as it crashes, well, as it gets sort of agitated, the, the little algae like sh- uh, 
glows like blue. So the waves were like blue. Like you could see the waves in the pitch black as they would crash. They were you like blue. You must have felt like you were on a different planet. I felt like I was high, <laughs> but I was totally sober, which oh. was weird, you know, oh. just high on life. Oh, I love yeah. that for you. It was, it was wild. Okay. Well, happy birthday to Mike. Thank you. So let's head into, we have a fun little podcast episode today because we're going to answer a, a lot of questions. Before we do that, let's head into... Now it's time for What's Buzzing. What's buzzing, bub? bub, bub. <laughs> All right. That never gets old. It'll we? probably get old. We'll probably have to redo yeah, one. Yeah, 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 not for now. It's all right. We're going to start with you. What's buzzing, Mike? Ooh. I don't know. You know, I've got it. today's been a weird day. I don't know if it's the moon or the, just the energy out in the world, but I, I was having a hard time figuring out what I might be buzzing on, and I'm kind of coming up short, honestly. I think I had such a dopamine like release over the weekend that kind of coming back to reality kind of you know a little not depressed but maybe we had a weird day in the studio team so this is i'm always like is mercury in retrograde even though i don't even know i don't know what that means either but i think it's it's probably it's just a thing you say okay but i have a few things that you're buzzing on okay what do you think i'm buzzing Buzzing on on or buzzing off whatever one or we should play a game you say it and then i say buzz on or buzz off okay your brand new just move hat Oh my God, so fire, right? <laughs> it's so fire. I wear fire. it all the time. People ask me about it. It's so fire. Yeah, it's, do we want to tell the story? <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. It's, but. No, it's just, we have been trying so hard to make Just Move Apparel happen, and it always epically fails. So you know what? If you are into apparel, please yeah. DM me and let me know what we should be doing here because it just, we have a quality standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is funny though. I felt so, I was like, you know what? I'm taking this on. And I like, I set up this account on, uh, you know what? I'm going to say who it is, right? It was Spreadshirt. And it seemed like all good and it did take a while. Like it definitely wasn't like, you know, like we had a lot of stuff picked out. And then we go to order everything to make sure that it looks good. Thank God you did. It all shows up. The only thing in the entire shipment that was good was this damn hat. No, like team, we're not even kidding you. Like, like 12, not, 13 not wearable. shirts. Yeah. We're not even wearing yeah, yeah, this yeah. stuff. So anyways, epic fail. But you're buzzing I'm on buzzing. That. I'm definitely buzzing on the hat. The hat fits good too. It looks good. We just need to get it. Next time we'll get it so that it's like embroidered. Oh, okay. Yeah, Shit, I, I was that. like, what? what, what no, I it? want embroidered. We yeah. deserve that. People yeah. deserve that. Next. Okay, what else? What else? Hit me. This is fun. Okay. You have a major event this weekend. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you are really taking the reins. I love this. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are hosting today. This is a big moment. This is funny. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Ask, what do you want to know? Just, is that a buzz on or a buzz it's off? It's a buzz off. Okay. Yeah, we're doing the Spartan. It's like 13 miles on Saturday. It's 11 miles on Sunday. Just so happens my training has not increased leading up to this. It has definitely decreased. I definitely have like a small calf tear. My knee is hurting. Um, no one is doing it with us either. So like originally we were like, oh, you know, for my wife's, she's turning 40 in January, but she wanted to do something kind of epic before that and not like in January. It's too cold. 
And so originally it was like, oh, we'll get a bunch of friends and family and people will come do it with us. I don't know if anyone is doing it with us anymore. Or like maybe one or two people, maybe. Taylor just backed out today, she told me. Uh, so, and if anything, they're only doing the easiest one, which is the last one, which actually could help, you know, our relationship if there's a couple of, you know, buffers connecting. But uh, I'm also, maybe I'm just going in with pessimism so that like, I have a really low expectation so that if it go, if I even just complete it, then I'm like, wow, like I'm really surprised. Oh, team, we were laughing so hard this morning <sighs> listening to Mike go through his woes. Sorry, Priya, I know you're going to listen to this, but the woes of having to do this. And it's, I feel like we are the similar in this way when something's happening and we don't want to do it. I'm not saying that you're not having pain in your body. Yeah. But like, for example, team, I, I was driving in today and my texting me like, do you have protein? And I, I mean, protein. Ibuprofen. Do you have ibuprofen? I was like, are you okay? He was like, oh, now my knees, now my knees bothering me. I'm like, everything comes out of the woodwork. When we have to do something we yeah. don't want to do. I've been like on my Theragun. I've been on like mobility. I've been on the uh, the boots, you know, wearing those. I mean, we could say it is your body telling you like, uh-uh. don't do it. So I just, you yeah. know, we talked about this. Just maybe just like, don't push it. Yeah. I don't want like a lifelong injury yeah. over this. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, I feel like it's getting blown out of proportion. Dude. I'm probably going to show up and be like, this wasn't that bad. Oh, it sounds bad. Fuck, I'm screwed. You're <laughs> Sorry, right. It sounds bad. <laughs> it's like three half marathons with obstacles. Two half marathons. Two yeah, and then yeah, one. Yeah. With a bunch of obstacles. Like yeah. my hand, like my arms and hands are just going to be destroyed. Because you're carrying like buckets of rocks and sandbags and in your climbing things. And you're, you know, it's just all the, yeah. yeah. So. Okay, next. Uh, yeah, what else? Your <laughs> your oh, Ultera running shoes. Are they oh, Ulta? What are they? Ultra. 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 I don't know. I mean, right now, I don't know. Well, no, you knew off air, so tell the people. Well, no, I'll tell I'll tell you, yeah. but I'm not going to say that it's like I've done enough study. It's only a one-person study mm-hmm. and definitely not by a scientist, but... I've been wearing the ultras because they have like a wide toe box. They're kind of similar to you know, like a Vivo or whatever in that sense. They're not a barefoot shoe. And I wore them on that photography trip that I did. And like, that's when my calves started kind of hurting, especially my right yeah. one. And then the knee. I don't know if the knee's from surfing. I'm not sure. But yeah, I would say I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little hesitant, but that's all I got for this weekend. Yeah. So I'm rocking them. So we'll see what yeah. happens. But but it was still kind of, I feel like when you were having this conversation today, we were just still kind of saying like, damn, Vivo's really that shoe. Yeah. And I almost think what it is, is it's kind of similar to when you go from, here we go. Oh gosh. Hot water so burps. Burpy. You always have to make me burp on the show. Um, when you go from a regular traditional like running shoe to a Vivo, there's like a break-in period, right? You can't just go straight in and start working out. Or you, I mean, they basically say, don't do that because you have to train your foot. And now it feels like most of my shoes are barefoot shoes. And now when I threw on the regular shoe, I'm wondering if that's sort of like my, now my muscles are like, whoa, why are you doing that? Why are you giving us the extra cush and that little heel, that little high heel that you got going on, walking around like a dame, you know, like a little deer. Yeah. So... Too late to order Vivos for this weekend because it won't get here in time because they come from like the Netherlands or something. So I'm a little nervous about that as well. So I, I would mean, say I'm you, not buzzing on that. If they start bothering you, you could probably off. 
take them, oh, and just take go them off and just shoeless. Go, maybe not. People with all do the that. People yeah. do that, but I would not do that. Um, last question. We had a conversation recently about you dipping your toes back into sober life. Is that a buzz on or a buzz oh, off? Oh, interesting question. And, uh, I, you know, I, what I did at the store, I had picked out, uh, athletic brew, please sponsor us. Um, yeah. uh, in two case or two six packs. And I was like, I'm going to take athletic brews for this weekend. And then I walked around the store and I was like, you know what? I kind of want a cider too. So I exchanged one. I did a one for one. I brought a six pack of these guava lemonade ciders, by the way, they're so good. And I really practiced, um, you know, uh, like discipline. And I, I was like, I can, I can have, I'm going to bring a couple ciders for my birthday. So I did. I, I, I very much, I did not get drunk. You know, I had, I think I had two ciders a day and I had one, typically what I did actually, it was, I had one after surfing and it was like so delicious and then that was it. So I just, you know, that was it. Um, that's so awesome. It, it felt like kind of a big moment for me yeah, to not, not go all or, you know, black or white, like you always say, you know, I didn't have to not have anything and I didn't have to have all of it. I kind of did the middle. I do think I'm just going to continue to like probably not drink though. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's awesome. just, I think it's better for me, honestly. Cool. Yeah. Or like special occasions. Yeah. No, Until good. the next time I drink, who knows, but. Yeah. yeah Until <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Might have one tonight. Uh, but you know what? I feel like it's all, this whole process allows you to just learn about yourself and get to know yourself a little better. So good for you. Now That's you know it works. the rest of life, right? You're yeah. always learning. Amen. Always growing. What are you, I don't have this whole, pre- I'm going to see what you're buzzing on first. And then... I, I am buzzing on something that. It's controversial. (laughs) No, no, no. It's Uh not controversial at all. But it's a serious buzz because I am really buzzing on this, but it might not be that exciting for a lot of people. You got a buzz buildup I got a buzz buildup. No. If you are somebody... So men and women, everyone should be wearing sunscreen. Oh, okay. Okay. And I am somebody who has... um, I don't even know what they call it, but I get these sunspots on my face. So I'm always in the search. Like my skincare routine in the morning, even when it's the dead of winter, includes a full... Uh, sunscreen on my mm. face but sunscreen is so shitty mm. like face sunscreen isn't really that different it leaves this like white milky or just it's just crappy sunscreen and of course shout out to thrive this is literally the first time i've had a sunscreen because i was talking to chris about what's special about this they made their sunscreen like a primer so I, I, I know you probably don't know what that is, but when I put on all my face, I put a primer on. Oh my God, like when you paint like a car. Yes, literally. Oh, wow. I put a primer on and then you put your makeup okay. on. Like so a foundation. Exact. Well, yeah, well, but it has yeah, no yeah, color, yeah. so it kind of just evens everything out. Gotcha. They made their sunscreen in a primer formula, so it literally is a two-in-one and it's a 37 SPF, and it's fire, and I That's love it. It's a weird number. It's a weird number. I don't know. I don't know why it is that, is but it, it works. Re- is it reef safe? It doesn't kill the dolphins no, and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. It's not a spray. No, 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 no. I know oh. that, but a lot of like sunscreen, there's a lot of like, uh, I don't actually know how. It's the spray in sunscreen that yeah. is dangerous. This isn't a spray. It's a, a just a Always? Emotion. That's what the reef situation is? Yeah, it's the, the spray. spray. It's oh. the chemical. The aerosol or whatever. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, nice. shout out to Thrive. I Is it men's or women's or is it just like a more of a like a like a women's makeup product? No, it's a a man could totally use it because a lot of times I've been actually going more makeup free lately. I've noticed that. Yeah. Not today, but um 
I've been going more makeup free and I just put, ma- well, I guess I put mascara. Like a makeup light. Makeup light. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all I wear, I don't put any actual face makeup on. I just put the sunscreen as the last thing. It kind of like is this matte finish on my skin and I really love it. That matte look. Yeah. That's nice. How, why are you, why are you, what's going on there? Why are you doing that? I just feel like I just am testing. I don't have to have a full face of makeup mm. on 24-7. And I've been taking really good care of my skin mm-hmm. and I feel like it's also helpful for my skin to be able to breathe and not have a pound of makeup on. Yeah. But I still love my makeup. So sure. She's coming That's cool. Yeah. I've been meaning to see if Carissa has like a regiment for me because, <laughs> <laughs> because I have like kind of oily skin. I need to put like sunscreen on. Cause I, as I get older, I'm like more, I wish I was more aware of this kind of stuff when I was younger, but I do the full on like, white just like paste zinc when i go surfing now like it used to be dorky but now it's like yeah actually most servers now do it yeah because it's like you know cancer's not funny no um but yeah i was kind of curious i was like oh i wonder if thrive has like a good you know like face wash like i need to stay a little tight okay. i need to get like do you uh, okay thrives this is i didn't want to go ham on everything Thrive skincare products, they're not known for that. They're known for their makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, but their skincare products are bomb. Okay. So she has everything. Cleanser is like my favorite. Mm. Toner, uh, cream, eye cream. Um, there's there's a, a few fancier things okay. that I use that I think like maybe when you're getting a little bit more advanced, you can. Okay. Like, oh, um, levels. Okay. It's like a, I think it's a hyaluronic peel. And I've noticed a big oh, difference with okay. my skin on that. I've done a um, glycolic peel. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like how you just threw that out there. <laughs> it's not, to, I, I, not every day that I can shout me. that out and see what you think about that. Like, where does that land? You weren't impressed, but... No, honestly, because I don't know. I, I, oh, don't, I just know when they tell me, like, do them in this order okay. and how many times a week and this is that. But Thrive's okay. products are absolutely amazing. Well, I'll tell you what. If Carissa is out there listening right now... Um, I am shopping around for a couple of deals. So if you want to throw some to your boy, uh, I am officially a micro-influencer now. So I would be happy to test the products out, give a little shout-out on socials. You know, we can talk. But, um, but yeah, so just throw that out there. I am looking. I am looking. So. Oh, yeah, she's I'm trying to thrive. No, oh, you are trying to, yeah, trying to thrive. And she's definitely trying to win you over. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Trying to think if I have anything to kind of like if I have it just a quick little workshop brand thing for her, you know, just to prove oh, that it's worth it. She doesn't it, you know? need it. She's killing it. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. But she might want to kill it a little bit more, no, you know? she's good. She's good. She's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. All, All right. right. Anyways, that was cool. my buzz. Cool. That's yeah. a good buzz. Yeah. I'm going to think of the buzz on, buzz off <laughs> game. We should play that every once in a while. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I could tell you had a lot of fun with it. I did. I should have. I didn't know you weren't going to be buzzing on anything. So if I had a little time, I would have prepared some more intense questions for you. And I just want to say it's okay not to always be buzzing. Totally. Right? Yeah. You know, we don't want to set the standard that just like Mike and Kaiser just always buzzing. You know, sometimes we're not buzzing. Well, we are honest. And today you were not. I wasn't. I wasn't like grumpy. No, you it's did. Just like a weird. No, you day. literally said I before. Grumpy. I was like, Mike, what are you buzzing on? And he was like, I'm not buzzing. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, do you need help with your buzz? Wow, I got you covered. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. It's okay. We're we're always like kind of like yin and yang. It's good. I wouldn't. I'll say bring that, you up. Oh, yeah. really? Am I always the downer? No, no, no. I think we're actually co in flow a lot of times. I wouldn't oh. say we're always like one's good and one's down. Or okay, one's no, you're hyphy, right. But I'm just not. saying it's not like we're both down at the same Thank time. Thank God, because when you're down, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like that's one not, word answers. Guys, what are you buzzing on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions? <laughs> okay, moving on. I am very excited for today's episode because I enjoy hearing from the team. Absolutely. And just wanted to put it out there that, you know, so we've been doing listener questions for a little while. We've only been doing the podcast for a little while. And we want to remind people that this is not any sort of professional advice. We don't advise you to take what we say and do anything with it. These are our opinions. And and especially for you, I feel like when you give an answer, I feel like you do a really good job of saying, this is my experience. This is what I learned in this. Maybe you haven't always said that, or like, you know, you get off track and you you don't use yourself in first person, whatever it is. But I just want to remind people that like, this is our experience. This is also hard when it's just a question and we have to say like, I think this is what they're trying to say and answer it the best we can versus having a conversation and like people can clarify and all that. So just want to put that out there. Yeah. And I do appreciate you bringing this up because I think there are some times where we're not able to ask the person questions. And we've had a few of these where we kind of understand it the best that we can. And then I take it from only my perspective, because that's the only perspective I have, and talk about how maybe things that I would do differently or like my interpretation of that Mm -hmm. or some advice there. So it is really important that people know we're doing the best that we can and always practicing coming from a really good space when we answer these questions. But again, like we are not professionals. And if you're sending in a question, like we, you just have to know that we're going to answer the best that we can. And of course would never attempt to offend um, or be hurtful to anyone. And that like, like our opinions aren't always right. Like opinions can't be right or wrong anyways, but like you don't have to agree with the answers, I guess is what I'm saying. And, and, and when those answers might be something you disagree with, it also doesn't mean that that's like just that's our answer for the rest of the you know time on earth or something. you know like people yeah. can change, you can be enlightened by different points of view and all that stuff. That's what comes from a discussion, yeah. which you and I get to have. But when someone calls in with a question, we don't get to necessarily <laughs> clarify or yeah. go, "Oh, that's a good point. You brought something up. That's yeah. interesting." So yeah, put that out there. Thanks for putting that out. There. Yeah. So with that being said. Let's see here. Do, do, do. We're just going to roll down. And if you didn't already know, but I'm sure you do know, where can people, uh, where are people submitting these questions Team, to, Kaisa? If you listen to this and you're like, oh, I have a question, go to kaisafit.com slash ask and you just record your question right there. So you'll mm-hmm. actually hear people's voices as they ask the questions. And if you didn't like how you record it, you can just delete it before you submit it. It is very, very easy. And we appreciate all questions comments anything that you may have yeah cool here we go let's try this one hi kaisa my name is alex i'm a trainer out of the philadelphia area and my question is um at what point did you start feeling momentum in your business i think as um, a trainer who has been three to four years in the business i'm starting to look into the virtual world of training and just trying to get a little more passive income And I just find myself very distracted by all of the opportunities that lie ahead. Um, And I just wanted to know if you had any advice as to, you know, which direction to go, which one to stick to, and what has brought the most profit for yourself. Thank you. It's a lot in there. Oh, this is a really hard question. I mean, I think let's just start with the one, which is momentum, because I think there's it kind of breaks into some different areas for sure. But like maybe you can talk about when you first started really feeling like 
things were paying off or things started catching on. Yeah. So I have had so many careers within my career. So let's just start by saying that the fitness industry is huge, which makes it overwhelming. But that also means there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of different ways that you can go. So I would say I started to find momentum when I started being okay with what I offered as a coach and what that meant by being able to be okay that I wasn't probably the most intelligent coach in the world. Maybe I wasn't going to be training athletes 24-7, you know, because I was a type of coach that was always like, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. So the moment... I realized I love getting people who are just starting their movement journey to feel comfortable and confident in their body. And I'm a really damn good cheerleader and I'm fun and I do creative workouts. The moment I realized that and kind of owned that and ran with that was the moment the ball really started rolling. It rolled in a bunch of different directions and like that's a whole nother story. But I would say one thing that I always try to to say to trainers is figure out what you're most passionate about because I think that will innately come out of you and will help guide some decisions that you're going to be making, whether it's um, that you want to stay inside a brick and mortar and do in-person training or whether or not you realize, like me, I wanted to be able to affect more people. I wanted to be able to encourage more people to move, which meant I wasn't going to be able to do brick and mortar. Um, So it helped guide a lot of the decisions that I started to make. Yeah, that's great. So it's like kind of find your superpower, find your passion, lean into that. And lean into that. And I think it's really easy for us trainers to say, you know, that we need to be the most intelligent trainer in the room, which means we need to know everything about the body. And if we don't know that, we're not a good trainer. And I just really challenge that. I think you do need to know what you're talking about. And, you know, you need to know the ins and outs of the body and and movement. But there's also a lot of other things that make you a really, really good trainer. And when you're working with people, you know, maybe you're a really good listener. And maybe you kind of like hone in on a population that you are like brings you a lot of joy and a lot of energy and that that is needed and that is necessary and that will help open a lot of other doors for you. Yeah, and I think you've talked about this before where it's not only like cuz sometimes finding your passion is hard, right? And so mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's helpful to find your passion by trying a bunch of things to see what you don't like and I think that that can be really helpful. So it's like it depends on where this person is at in their career. Like have you tried a bunch and you've honed it in or are you kind of just kicking things off in Philly and you know, you don't necessarily know where you want to go. Absolutely. So I tried so many things and we've definitely talked about this that most people from the outside world would say like, why are you doing that? Because you have something that's successful. I think the definition to success for me at that time was feeling like I was really passionate about what I was doing. It wasn't always a dollar sign. So success to me was being able to go and train or show up to my job, whatever I was doing and feel energized and be able to bring my best self. And so when I was doing the brick and mortar and I, I, I was very financially successful, I was exhausted. So that told me like literally exhausted and, and now looking back, like depressed and had no energy to keep going. So that told me I'm not in the right space. It also told me I need to take care of myself a little better. But so that's where I started looking. I went back to school and going back to school, I realized I didn't want to train athletes, but it helped me figure out what I do, what I did want to do. So Mm -hmm. I would say, continue pushing and figuring out like what fulfills you the most. And a lot of times, like that's probably our life's journey because it changes and evolves over seasons. I'm still evolving that and finding new things about myself. But just to go back, I would say I found the most momentum when I started to get really, really clear about what brought the best out of me as a trainer. Mm. 
Yeah, and what kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it's also like, it's a, it's a fine line if I think of like photography where there's a discomfort that I have kind of pushing further into it. So I don't want to say like, you don't want to do things that are uncomfortable, but there's a known joy that I have from it to where it's like, oh no, like, you know, you have to like tap into, I think your intuition too, and like, listen to that, like, listen to your gut of what, what lights you up, you know? And for you, you might've been pushing to like, oh, you need to know, you need to be real scientific or you need to know programming super well or every muscle in the body. But at the end of the day, you probably just knew like, "Ah, I just get a joy when Cindy's deadlifting and like more than she was a month ago or, you know, whatever that is. And I think you just have to really try to be open to receiving that intuition from yourself of like, what do, what does light me up? Absolutely. And put more energy into that. Absolutely. And I think that, I think that what happens when you do that is you start to be fulfilled by a lot more than like the dollar sign. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I'm coming to that again at this point in my career because, you know, we have so many seasons of realizing like I could keep pushing for more, 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 but I actually really love where I'm at and what I'm doing. So this like, you know, the thought of success always being a dollar sign is like I really try to challenge that with myself. And success to me is waking up almost every day and feeling like really inspired to go and do the things that I'm doing in this place of work. And I think feeling fulfilled is something that is underrated, but something that I'm constantly in search of and starting to realize that the money in my bank account doesn't really fulfill me all that much. You know, it's necessary and I appreciate it, but to at or there's what a cost, level. there's a level. And then beyond that, it doesn't like, how much does that extra bring you? Yeah. You know, yeah. And so I think I would say, I would just ask a lot of questions if this was actually a phone conversation that I got to have with her of, you know, what are you searching for? Mm-hmm. What, what type, what does success mean to you? Um, when you look at the perfect day, what does that look like? And what does that feel like? Mm-hmm. You know, the perfect day for me is that I feel energized by what I'm doing. I feel challenged. I feel like I have a little bit of a creative outlet. And then, and then I feel like some community and some connection. Um, and I think, so it's just figuring out what, what inspires you and what fuels you. And then how do you then go about creating that? Because, you know, in our world, you kind of have to figure out who you are and you have to figure out what unique gifts you have, because we're too, this market is way too saturated Mm -hmm. to try to replicate what you think you see working right mm-hmm. now because you just can't do it. You're already behind the ball if you're trying to copy, you know, other people or, um, and so I think it's like really digging deep and figuring out who you are. Yeah. And it's, a, you have to jump. Like that's, I always think of like, it's an easy, um, thing to think of like with tattoos and like Brian, like he, when I first met him, he wanted to do big Japanese style pieces and like he wasn't doing that at the time. And you know, he was always like, well, if you want to do that, you can't show all these other things that you're doing because what you're showing is what's going to bring more of that in. And so I think same with training. It's like it takes that jump to say no, but you have to say no to if you you don't want to be known for kettlebells or cardio or whatever it is. You have to say enough no's so that you make room for yeses. Oh, amen. And I also think, I think it's really easy for people to say, to ask these questions and and maybe say like, oh, it's really easy for you to say that, Kaisa. Mm -hmm. But if you go back a few years, I took so many leaps and jumps. And again, I know we've talked about this, but I was super risky at the cost of being like, I only want to do things that I feel like in my gut or, you know, what I'm not trying to get too woo woo, but are fulfilling me. Mm-hmm. And so money was not my guiding force. And I, I, we luckily got to a point where I was more successful than I actually was when I did that small business and thought, wow, this is the peak 
financial success I'm going to have. And then I quit that. But money wasn't my guiding thing. My guiding thing was that I feel really inspired by being able to get up and do what I want to do on a daily basis, on almost a daily basis, sure. not every day. Yeah. Um, and that was what guided me and motivated me and like helped me get to this point. But I was super risky with that. Like so, so, so risky. I look back and I'm like, oh, thank goodness. But also like maybe when you're risky and you're willing to take all those, you know, chances, it helps kind of like put you on the path and solidify that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. I don't know if you want to do the most profitable. I don't know. Like, Oh, okay. I think what was the other part of her question? I think without playing it back, it was just around sort of like Here when did things become, <laughs> when did things become like profitable? Oh, but I think that journey seems yeah, like it's been, that journey's all over the place. But yeah. honestly, things became the most profitable when I realized that I couldn't do things alone. Mm. Um, and so for me, I was actually doing my online business alone and working at that alone. And when I realized I can't go as far as I want to go alone and was fortunate enough to meet someone that, that eventually became my business partner. And I really had to work on letting go of control. I was someone who, I mean, I still am a control freak. And I was someone who felt like when I, when I reach success, I want to have done it alone. Like that was a big conversation mm-hmm. I was having with myself in my late twenties. And I had a moment of just realizing I want to go a lot further. And I've always been a team player and the best of me comes out when I have other people around me. And I want a lot of, I want other people on this journey with me and I want yeah. support. Yeah. It's a good thing to know. Yeah. Cause not everyone wants to be part of a team <laughs> and so totally know the limitations of not having one yeah you know because it and it goes back to figuring out what makes you tick though yeah, yeah and knowing yourself and just to put it out there too like i just in case people think like you haven't i don't think in your terms either made it or you, mm-hmm. you didn't hit some level where you're like all right now like this is the podcast of like we successfully crushed oh no you know what happened there it looked a little bit of a bubble i think went up my oh, nose i thought I'm you okay. were trying super hard not to burp because how much shame <laughs> you throw my way so i was like oh is it about to happen no, I'm and okay. you just you're just like <laughs> that's not gonna happen but i do think that's another important thing i you know I don't feel like I'm sitting on top of a mountain like, I've made it. These are all the things you should do. I'm still in process. I'm still learning every single day. We're grinding all the time. We're like, what's the idea that is just going to get... And especially with social and there's so... It is a constant With programs, with things that we're selling. I I mean, there's... so many of the things that we're doing are like my baby. So I think this is going to be incredible. This is going to be the thing. And then it falls flat and it doesn't sell. You know, it's like, so I have, I get to practice all the time being okay with failure and then choosing to learn from that. And so it's still the practice of like, I am constantly on a journey to reach my highest goal, which is to help get more people to start moving And then from there, everything trickles down. Like I was telling someone the other day, it's like, I know what cake I want to bake. I have no idea the ingredients or the recipe. And we're still on that baking journey. And I probably will be for the rest of my life. We all will be. You're just, I feel like you're growing over here. You're just dropping these metaphors about cake. And you said that to someone that wasn't just like what you thought of by yourself. And you're like, I'm going to write that down. No, I came up with it because someone asked me this on a different podcast. And I I was trying to explain to them about 
the importance of having a North Star. Yeah. I do think it's important to have an overarching kind of mission mm-hmm. or goal or something that you know that you're heading towards. Totally. And being okay with the fact that you don't know which direction, you don't know the steps that it's going to take to get there, yeah. but I know where I'm going. So I know when I take a step and I did something that I thought was in the right direction, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm way over here. It just some turn back around and back. Go, go back. That's good. Yeah. Wow. That we gave that one a lot. That was a long one. We can't okay. do that for everyone. Okay, but I think sorry. that was a really good question. Okay, that yeah, was a I good like one. that one. Um, let's go a little lighter. Hi. I am curious to know how does your supplement shelf uh, look like and yeah, how how do you go through it during the day? Thank you. What are you taking? Let's oh, that's talk an subs. awesome. Yeah, Just, that's an awesome question. Yeah. Well, everyone knows I'm a full thorn. I'm fully converted to like all thorn. Yeah, but hit um, us with what? What is the daily subs looking? Okay, like? so let's see if I can remember them all. Here so, because I I do the pack, I like set it out. Oh, yeah. I'm one of those girls now. I bought the little thing from Amazon so I can pour them all in every week. Like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so old, just, folks. I, don't I know. know I have one too. It just helps me. Yeah. Okay, so major, major, major. Sometimes I miss my vitamins, but what I do not miss is. Is I use the prebiotic. You take the the actual supplement. Well, let's pill. not go me yet. Oh, okay. I'll dish Sorry. Out mine too. I actually take um, the Liquid. tab that goes in the water. Okay. Yeah, and it dissolves. So I love that. I do not miss a day of my recovery protein. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. Also, little tidbit: if I have it, like. I need a pick me up. I instead of putting all water in, I put iced coffee in with the chocolate. You know what's funny? I I don't know. I think you know this, but like there's like gab. Like it's actually for sleep. No, I know, but I I talked to them about this. Yeah. It doesn't make you tired. It just helps when you rest. Gotcha. So because okay. I was like, wait, am I like going to yeah. sleep right now? <laughs> You're like, let me put anti sleep with some pro sleep. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no, 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 no. You're it will just good. help your whole okay. system. Okay. Um, and then I take the fish oils. It's the multivitamin. I'm going to have to get my whole list. Yeah. It's like five things that I okay. take on a daily basis. And we also created. At, you can go to kaisafit.com slash thorn, mm-hmm. and you can see a handful of our, our top oh, supplements. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Mine are kind of rotating all the time. Oh, another one I take is the catalyte because it's yeah. electrolytes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I take that almost daily, especially okay. when I'm working out. Yeah, I, mine keeps increasing, so I'm doing the – Daily, I'm doing the fish oil stuff too. And with these, I'm also like, I, I can't remember where I heard it's a really good question or um, conversation around longevity. And it's like, I think people always think you're going to take supplements for like 30 days and you're just going to have these wild, you know, results. It's really the long play and you have to just go off of like science and know that there's these like incremental benefits of this kind of stuff like over time. Uh, but the fish oil, I always hear, I just keep hearing that like, you just, you just have to take fish oil, uh, probiotic. I do the regular protein and then I started doing the daily greens and it's got a little kick to it. It's a little peppermint. I'm liking it in the, uh, in the shake though. The daily greens, Mike, let me try his. It's fire. They, I haven't gotten mine yet, but that's fire. I'm going to add it. The other thing I wanted to say about supplements, like you do have to be careful because they're not really regulated thorn is known as a gold standard supplement um and but also it helps create habits Mm -hmm. and that's like it helps to build momentum for me so there's a handful of things that i do to start my day or end my day oh i try to do because i i genuinely can't 
I don't do them every day. I'm not perfect. But it really just helped to kind of remind me and build momentum of I'm, I'm doing the things the best that I can to take care of myself. Yeah. And like placebo is real. Like, you know, yeah. we were talking the other day, like my wife went out and bought some like running shorts. She's like, it makes me want to run more. I'm yeah. totally that way too. And I think supplements, it's like if if they make you like make some healthier choices, if they make you help you like create time to work out, whatever that is, that's already like a success, you know, like, so anyways, I think there's that aspect to it as well. I totally agree. Also, if you want to try thorn supplements, remember the shameless plug, go to kaisafit.com slash thorn, T-H-O-R-N-E. And you literally just click the link there and you create a profile. And then once you've created that profile, you get a permanent 20% off anytime you go shopping on thorn for life. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yep. I got it. And they do subscribe and and save. Yeah. That's what I started doing because I always forget and then it takes, you know, it's not like, yeah, it's not like overnight shipping or whatever. Cool. That's what's in your cabinet. Oh, Oh, I forgot. The sleep. That's another one I've been taking now. And I love that. They have, so they have these little, it's it's a weird little tablet and Mm. you just put it in your water and then it dissolves. So it also helps me drink a a little extra water at night. But I've been loving that little sleep tablet. Hmm. Yeah. I don't see, I haven't seen any of these tabs. I see you taking all the tabs. I didn't even see them on the website. I'll have Uh-oh. to check that out. Because Thorne, they do send me a bunch of stuff. But Maybe you get that that's... like special influencer Sorry. dosage. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Here we go. Will you ever open your own gym? <laughs> and if so, can I work for you? It's just like Sophia just gets right to the point. Oh, I was like, Will you ever open your own gym? Will you? No. No. Maybe we have talked about like a just move space. Well, I think the dream would be to have, I guess it would technically be a gym. The dream would be able to have a permanent space that we could, you know, film live classes from if we wanted to. Kind of like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like a permanently set up huge warehouse studio. Yeah. And you could come and take a class. There'd be like rotating instructors. I think it would be so cool about that is like, you know, every once in a while or however, maybe it's quarterly or something like we could do a big event, event you yeah. know, where you lead, you lead a big class yeah. and like, we party and yeah. got a DJ. I mean, I, I have thought a lot about like mobility mm-hmm. and having a brick and mortar to have kind of mobility 24 seven, but I'm not interested in managing yeah. a brick and mortar. And let's face like why when you, when you could do it all online and not have any of that overhead, like, yeah. you know, so maybe there's like a just move space down the line and, um, but that would just be for fun. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're in the Seattle area or if it lands in the Seattle area, Sophia, we would definitely take your resume, you know, yes. just see, you know, there'd be interview process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're always looking for new Just Move coaches. <laughs> totally. For the actual platform. Yeah, so absolutely. if you're interested, you can always hit me up on my Instagram, slide okay. in those DMs. DM. Okay. Let's, oh, let's go to this one. Hey, Kaisa. Uh, It's Valerie calling from Canada. Um, I so appreciate your vision on movement. It's uh, so refreshing. I've been following you for a few years now, um, and I'm a member of Just Move. I'm a former athlete that used to train with uh, the national team, and uh, I've been sick for the last couple of years. And um, my relationship to my body and movement in general has completely changed. I was wondering, um, what would be your recommendation when you can't focus on performance and when you don't necessarily feel good while doing it? 
Um, so I try to focus on the fact that it's good for my body and I try to listen to it. But yeah, what would be your recommendation? Um, what will, actually, what would be a good alternative to shift the focus uh, from what I look like other than performance or uh, improvement? Uh, yeah, thank you so much for all the content you create and for this great podcast with Mike. Uh, I just absolutely love it. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, it's a really good question because I've thought about this a lot. I can't remember. I, we must have talked about this in the past, but I think just to summarize, when someone like Valerie is in a space where she can't move to feel good, you know, doesn't want to move for vanity, right? Trying to make these like decisions to move beyond that. Like if you can't increase performance and you don't want to be vague, you know, like what, how do you connect to something to keep moving and how yeah. do you know? Well, you said you can't move to feel good and I'm actually going to counter. I don't know if you meant to say that. Well, she, she said that. She, she said, said you can't move for performance. No, no, no. But she also did say when it doesn't, moving my body and it doesn't feel good. Oh, so now we're going to try and read in between the lines. I, I was taking that as in she she obviously was is a high-performing athlete. Mm-hmm. She's on – did she say what sport National she? team. The national yeah, team. I'm not quite sure was, which yeah. one. So there's a few things here. And one, let me just say I feel for you, and it's not easy. Um, one of the things that I try to remind myself is that this too shall pass, and it's a season of your life. And I don't know what you're going through and I don't know what injury you have and I don't know how long it's going to take. But as much as I believe in movement all day, every day, sometimes there's other ways to move throughout your life. And when I have come to points where I'm really injured and or I'm mentally in a place where I just don't have the motivation or it doesn't feel good or whatever's going on in my life, I try to look at other things that are in my life that I could focus on. And for me, I deal, we all know I deal with depression. And so when I get into a place where I am not motivated and or it's not feeling good in my body, then I try to look at what else I can do. And a lot of times that means focusing on my mental health. Maybe that is re-upping on my therapy. Um, There were times in COVID where it meant really focusing on making sure I was getting enough sleep and that I was cooking more food in the kitchen. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can take care of yourself. And again, as much as I'm a believer in movement, if you simply cannot find movement that feels good in your body, not even walking, um, not even stretching and mobilizing, I would suggest that you kind of just turn and you look at other aspects of your life. For me also, when I get to that point and I'm trying to incorporate this a little bit more, I'm trying to do things that bring me joy in a different way. You know, we talked about, I'm, I'm trying to paint, mm-hmm. I'm trying to read. Um, and so I know it's probably not the answer that you expected, but I think just remember that this is a season of life and that this season c- can teach you some really valuable lessons about yourself and that maybe you just take this as a gift as hard as it is to sometimes receive and just try to dig a little deeper and figure out what else you might need. Yeah, totally. No, that's great. And I think like, Sometimes when I feel in that space, like if I have an injury or whatever it is, like I just think if I wasn't doing anything, I'd be worse off long term. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of for me, I don't know, it's like I'm doing something and like I, I connect with that personally, you know, it's like because otherwise it is it's hard to have the the endurance to like keep doing it if you're not feeling. Yeah. Good. And one little thing is like, I, I do believe there's movement for everybody, no matter what you know place that your body's in, whether it's literally seated, gentle stretching, 
um, if it's working on your breathing, if it's swimming in a pool. Like, again, we don't know what's going on right now with her. Um, But I would say try to figure out a way that you can incorporate some movement in. Be really creative with your movement. We have we have tons of stuff on just move, but if not like be creative with your movement and set that as a goal that you have, but also especially coming from somebody like Valerie, who's been probably a very intense mover and, and, and a high performing athlete her whole life. Like it's hard. It's really, really hard. So try to focus on taking it as an opportunity to learn about a different aspect of yourself. And I think honestly, I found the most growth during those seasons. And then when you come back to movement, you're just also so much more appreciative of, of what you can do. Um, and also like, that's where I've been, de- I've been able to develop the deepest relationship that I have with my body. Cause then I'm so much more grateful for her mm-hmm. when I come back to those places. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. I like that one. It's a good one. It is a good one. Uh, and it's ever changing. It is. You know? Yeah. I remember when you were doing just mobility. Yeah, like just mobility. Kind of in the COVID era. Yeah. It was like not, <laughs> that was like it. Couldn't do anything. And there was a battle. But then you started kind of like finding that grace and like, you know what though? Like this is enough and yeah. it's actually what I need. And then you kind of started to see like how you started kind of lighten up a little bit and you actually started seeing how you actually started feeling better. Totally. Kind of accepting that where you were. Yeah. And I think it's like an odd thing to an athlete or a high performer as well, or maybe just a lot of us, that movement can just be this really, really gentle thing that you don't have to, you don't actually have to have a lot of exertion in. Like, so I've been starting some of my mornings with a walk Mm -hmm. and the habit of waking up earlier than normal and getting a 30 minute walk in is game changing I have so much more energy. Like I'm in such a better mood. So even that where it's like, I'm used to thinking I have to go, you know, balls to the wall crazy. No, even that completely changes the way in which I start my day. Totally. And there's a lot of things there, you know, like going for like moving, breathing fresh air, getting sun exposure. Like there's a lot of things versus, yeah, just sitting on the couch with coffee, like looking at your phone. Like there's some major, not saying that's what you do, but (laughs) Uh, okay, this is fun. Hi, Kaisa. Okay, tell me about the jewelry that you wear during your workouts because you always look so fly and I am jealous of you rocking your jewelry. And I don't know if it's like a specific brand that's good with sweating or do you just kind of like wash them? I don't know. Help a girl out. Thank you. Hmm. I, was, well, I can tell you about the jewelry. <laughs> yeah, you it's tell. It's annoying. It is annoying. it's loud and it's always getting caught on the microphone, but it does look kind of cool. It looks fun. Looking like Mr. T. I was just trying to look down and be like, what's this brand? Um, it's Vi- Vitaly, V-I-T-A-L. V-I-T-A-L. <laughs> I can't read it, team. V-I-T-A-L-Y, I think. So here's the thing. I just, I love jewelry. I always have. And of course, it's annoying to Mike let me just preface this is not very expensive jewelry this is just gold plated like fun so i don't take it off i wear it 24 7 it gets sweaty yeah. i know i'm sorry it doesn't come off is it what i hear doesn't know these, these don't come these off. bracelets don't come off these this earring different. doesn't come out these necklaces can't be removed <laughs> <laughs> but so i think i think it's called vitally and it's just i just like being able to be dressed up 24 7 so there's nothing special about it but yeah i never take it off it's done really well it hasn't tarnished and it's just gold plated it's not like solid gold or anything so i love it these are me on Psy. I don't know which part of my jewelry she was referring to, but I have a all lot of it, it. All of it. 
This is me on side. These are not so cheap. What are you pointing to for um, the people I'm listening? I'm pointing to the bracelets. The Sorry. Bracelet. I have yeah, a, yeah. a stack of bracelets that kind of screw in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, these ones I do say, especially when I go through the airport, I do yeah. say I'm Do you got Sorry, a screwdriver? These don't come up. <laughs> that was a weird um, voice for yourself. Oh, was I? I heard that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> these don't come off. <laughs> that was my finished side. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, these are all, both of the ones, both of all my bracelets are Mionsai. Mionsai, how do you yeah, spell that? M-I-A-N-S-A-I. What's actually okay. interesting about these stackable, um, screwable bl- bracelets, they're actually men's bracelets. Oh. And 99% of the time, it's men that comment on my bracelets that like them. Okay. So these are the men's bracelets, and uh, I have them in the gold and silver. And how, how much do those cost? Guys? They're a lot. <laughs> They're a lot. Okay, those ones are expensive. The necklaces yeah. aren't. This feels like QFC, uh, QFC QVC <laughs> right now. QVC. And for the next hour, Kaisa will be offering these bracelets <laughs> at a 25% off. Wait, hold on. No, 50% off. I wish. I wish I had a discount. I think each gold one is like 350 Wow. And each silver one is like 300 or two. Yeah, this is it's a little chunk bread. of change, right? You asked. I didn't say. Jeez, I would have lied. They're not like Cartier bracelets. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Coming up next. All right. I got a... Uh, what do you got? I got a rope here that's made I from recycled too. plastic. I like that. This was overpriced, though. This but was free. She wasn't asking about my jewelry. <laughs> you did kind of make me, I've, I kind of want a little necklace now. See? It's kind of rubbed off. And I had a friend who was kind of wearing this cool little gold necklace. I was like, oh, that is cool. The last one I had, my mom got me when I was in like fifth grade and I lost it in a movie theater. Yeah. And I was oh. crushed. It's just a way to express yourself. I really, I just enjoy dress up yeah. and I always have. So it's like the more the better. Do you sleep with them? Uh-huh. I sleep with them. That seems like, it doesn't get caught in your hair. Probably. Break. Yeah, you're like, I don't know. You oh, wake, I just I wake up with it all knotted. I want to stack a bunch more, but every time I film, like Mike the makes me take them of the off. Gold Lagoon. Yeah. yeah, I love them. That's fun. All right, so no, yeah, just you know, nothing special there. Just some run of the mill. Well, except with the neon size. Those are not run of the mill. Okay. All right. Let's hit him with this. Does massage help with mobility? I love these people just getting straight to the questions. Yeah, Matt, that was like eight words. Does massage help with mobility? Yes. So. Let me ask yeah. this. So I have a Theragun mm-hmm. and I do mobility. How would you, let's just assume we don't all have a massage therapist. Let's start there and just do like a massage gun. Would I do it before and then do mobility or yes. mobility then massage gun? M- uh, massage gun then mobility. Then mobility, okay. So mobility is focusing on the joint and taking the joint through it's full range of motion. And if you can loosen the muscles up before mm. you do that, which can be massage, massage gun, um, then you have, you'll probably have a better ability to take that joint through a larger range of motion. Got it. Yeah. Um, so massage too, then a therapist, a massage therapist would definitely, could definitely absolutely. help. I think some of the time, sometimes with massage, especially if you're getting the deep tissue ones, I, have not found the most success in massages. I want to be careful how I word this. I'm a very sensitive body. And when you when you massage and you give me more range of motion in my muscles than I'm used to, so if I just get a massage and then I don't really do anything, you have a little bit more range of motion. Oh, yeah. And then you don't really like train 
how you should move with that range mm. of motion. So it's always been a little, it's kind of a love hate for me, but then you have a wrapping around your muscles. Like think of it as saran wrap going around your muscles. You have fascia and they're like your fascia can be really sticky and tight, which can be holding your muscles in, which can allow not a lot of movement. So very long story short, massage definitely can help. Um, and then training your body with that mobility and then stability to kind of work and be safe in that new range of motion. Okay. I would, I need to get massages. I do too. I haven't gotten a massage in yeah. years. It would be such a, you know, shouldn't like, you know, whatever. I just think in healthcare, it's like, how do you get like eight massages that are paid for half? You know, what yeah. like these things, it's like so much could be, they don't care. And they don't care about us. I Let's know, be real. So stupid. Not here in the U.S. Ooh, here we go. It's a good one. Okay, so what fuels you to want to become a better version of yourself day in and day out? And does that fuel ever run dry for you? Or is this something that continuously keeps on going and going and going because of your level of passion? Thank you. It's Coach Mason. Much love. Coach Mason, this Coach is a Mason. really difficult question. And honestly, I've been like deep diving into this in therapy. So I would say, no, I do not. Let me just answer first by saying, no, I do not have an endless supply of motivation. And I go through seasons of being super motivated and not motivated. And I am in therapy at this moment and realizing that a lot of my motivation in life has been to be seen by others and to be recognized. And I am starting to dig a little deeper into that because if I take that out and I think about what actually motivates me, I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure what that is. You know, if like, if a lot of my drive to do things and to be successful, quote unquote successful in life is because I want other people to look at me and say like, oh, you know, like my parents, like you did that thing. Um, so if you remove that, I'm working on that right now. I don't really know. I know that I'm very passionate about helping people live a happier, more fulfilled life. And I think that movement is the tool in which I try to help people with that. But that changes all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't wake up every day like, this is what I'm out to do. You know what I mean? Like I wake up with a small goal in front of my face. Like I wake up with... Right now, for example, we're filming a program. I wake up with small goal and small motivation. Like I really am pumped to finish this program. I can't wait for people to experience this. It leads to my bigger goal, but I'm really focused and really motivated to get this done. Okay, cool. Uh, but I, that's... So definitely not an endless supply. No. Definitely diving into what does really fuel you. In the past, it's been a little bit more of a validation in Validation a way. is a good word, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, to me, I'm starting to realize that's not real. Maybe that did motivate me to get here, and so I do not want to knock it, but mm. I want to figure out what makes me tick. And yeah, because what happens when that validation goes away? Well, I never really got it the way that I thought I was mm. going to get it. That's what I'm realizing. So I'm, I don't want to be forever in search of validation that I'm not going to get. I want to be able to validate myself, and I want to be able to feel fulfilled by the things that I'm doing you know, I want to be proud of myself mm -hmm. and that I want that to be good enough. Um, but I would say I've done a lot, a lot of work in my career to get to a point that I'm 
I'm so motivated by what I'm doing because I find so much joy in it. And, and I would say like to be able to get up basically every single day and to be pumped about what I get to work on is very unique and very special. And I, and I feel like I worked my ass off to create what, like to create this space that we have right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that was really helpful. No, I think it's great. I, I, in what I witness is like, it seems like movement brings you so much joy. Like that's clear. And, and yeah, I think that's safe to say. Right. Oh, yeah. And that you then want to share that with, like you want more people to experience that joy that, you know, that you get from that. And I think that's very common. Like when you have a passion, you're like, I love this. Like, Oh, I just want to like, have you ever tried this? You know, you should yeah. try this. And you, when you know the power that it can have and, and what it can do for people. I mean, I think that seems like a big one. Yeah. That but it's not really, it's not that I want everybody to love movement the way I love it. Mm. I want everybody to feel really confident and empowered in their body and I think that movement is one of the most powerful tools to help make that connection. Is that what it does for you? Because that's what it does for me. Gotcha. So it's not like I'm like, Mike, you should love doing jumps. Like, I don't really care about that. What I want is a goal past that. Like, I want you to move because ultimately I want you to feel really empowered in your body mm -hmm. and comfortable and confident in your body and have that dynamic and that relationship with your body that I've worked so hard and continue to work on with my own body. And so movement to me is that tool that I can help try to encourage that connection to happen. Um, so I think that is an important clarity because I'm not the type, this is the other thing. I'm not the type of person that's motivated every day yeah. to like go 24 seven, but consistency over motivation is always where it goes. Like, mm. I think that's like a false thing that we sell is like, I wake up every day fucking motivated to get after it. No, I don't. Like I wake up every day knowing what my goal is though. I wake up every day choosing to work towards that goal, choosing to put in energy and effort towards that goal. Some days it's really fucking hard. A lot of times, a lot of times it's really hard, but I'm very clear about where I'm going and what I want to do. And I'm not looking for like this carrot of motivation to be there every single morning. And like, literally that is a thing right now. It's like, I think it's like consistency over motivation or something mm. else. And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like choose to get up every day and do the damn thing. You know, be, you have to figure out what that thing is that you want to do anyways. Yeah. But like for me, and I also enjoy the challenge. Like I like that. I enjoy, I enjoy the challenge of trying to figure out every single day, whether or not I'm making progress towards my goals. Yeah. And I think it goes back to the North star, right? Absolutely. Like, you don't know every day, maybe what, uh, fuels you but if you know over time that what you're working towards you can kind of say and sometimes like having a bad day is is needed to continue to grind towards that north star amen and when we talked about north star we talked about a north star in business and when i talk about a north star for myself i my north star is that i wake up feeling relatively happy, which means I wake up not feeling depressed. And that may be because I've been to so many dark places that I, that I can have that as my North star. Everybody has a different North star, but I also pay attention to the fact that that's what motivates me every day. When I wake up and I do a handful of my things and I know that I'm in a better space mentally, physically, emotionally, all the things like that's what motivates me. Cause I don't want to go into that deep, dark hole. And so I think it's like everybody has to, we're all different. You have to figure out what that thing is for you. I am in constant search and will be for the rest of my life to find the happiest version of myself. 
and to like honor that and take care of that. And, and while my life goes and things change to like keep evolving with that. And that's what motivates me, honestly, or that's what helps keep me consistent with the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And business is a big piece of that. And so that's why I'm so motivated there as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This only like in short, I've also, uh, was talking to someone about like, not having happy as your baseline Mm -hmm. necessarily. Like how can I be more comfortable with neutral that way? Because you like to wake up happy every day or to experience happiness, which is kind of like feels like the vibe that's pushed a lot. Like if you're not happy, then why are you doing it? You know, like if you're not happy, leave or what, you know, you're like, I don't know if that's actually like a baseline is to be happy all the time. Right. So it's like, how can you be more comfortable with neutral and then experience happiness, experience depression when it happens. I actually, yeah, I totally appreciate that you said that because I think it's like this, I'm like glossing over when I say happy. I don't have, like, there's not like a many, many days in my week that are like really happy, but I do try to point out when, for example, sometimes it will happen when I'm driving over the 520 bridge. It's like that moment for me. I just love those bridges. And I just have a moment of like, I'm really, I'm, I'm content right now. Like life is good. I'm not worrying about a million things. I'm just enjoying this moment. And then I really remind myself, I don't get a lot of these moments. So just like soak it in Mm. what it feels like when you're in these moments, like soak in the highs, pay attention to the lows and then live in that neutral state. And I think I appreciate you for saying that because I, I'm not waking up expecting that. I'm like, Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. what's up every single day? Like, that's not my reality at all. But somebody that's come from a dark place, if I'm neutral, like I'm good. Yeah. And I think just a lot of times people think if, if the, if you're not depressed, then you're happy. You know, no. that, that's just not, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I think the more we can kind of communicate that like neutral is totally cool and just yeah. being cool, yeah. you know, being all right, it's yeah. good. And then you have room for happy. And when happy clicks in, like you're saying on the bridge, you can really be like, Ooh, yeah. there's happy. Let me like ride that for a little bit. Yeah. And then I go back to feeling neutral or maybe even depressed, you know, yeah. like it's all. And I think another thing, just a little kind of probably a buzzword, but like purpose is really important to me. I think I'm always kind of honing in on my purpose. And again, we all have different purposes. And I think often like one of my sister loves being a mom. Both my sisters are moms. I'm specifically talking about my younger sister. She loves being a mom. And literally like that is the joy that she finds like that purpose. That's her purpose to raise her children and Mm -hmm. do that. And she loves that. And I feel like everybody has a different purpose and you can like hone in on that and really pay attention to that. That can become also your guiding North star. Because when I wake up every day and I'm like, I maybe didn't crush the day, but I took one step in the right direction towards really helping more people move and, and feel good in their bodies. Like, I, I, I feel good about myself. And then that day was a win. And that, that fuels me to get up and do that again. Yeah. I like, I've been hearing this lately, like be 1% better. 1% like better. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of an easy. Yes. <laughs> like- and the reason why I wanted to use my sister as example is because you don't have to always be, I think my example, because of what I'm doing in my career becomes like this big thing. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like your, you know, whatever your purpose is, whatever fuels you, whatever your light, the thing that lights you up is like, that's amazing. And that's great. And like figuring out what that is, is a journey in and of itself but like honing in on that and having that be the reason that you show up day in and day out is important yeah absolutely well said what was the question motivate how do you stay motivated what fuels you what fuels you yeah 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 was that no it was like motivation gosh we're getting we're on so many tangents (laughs) again i think it was yeah like yeah like yeah yeah yeah. what fuels you and like yeah what how do you stay motivated yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we just okay if you got ask, lost like mason like if you ask these questions and we did not answer at all please just call back in and give yeah. us more 
clarifying no, I think statements. We did. I think we did. All right. We're going to end. We're going to wrap things up with this one here. Yeah. This, uh, this is more of a comment, I think, than a question. It feels like it's a good way to bookend. Okay. Hey, Kaiza. I just wanted, this isn't a question. I just wanted to say that your videos on Just Move have made such a tremendous impact on my life, as well as your whole platform. I used to have a very toxic relationship with movement, had an eating disorder for about 15 years, and movement was a way to punish myself and a way to make myself smaller and a way to burn calories, and that was the value that it held. And going through eating disorder recover has been very stressful and navigating what is movement now and how do I move has been very challenging. I'm like, how do I move, but like not get into those old mental stories that I would tell myself around movement? How, like what type of movement do I even do? And I found myself kind of going back backwards whenever I would try to do online videos or go to the gym and because of the language that you use when you are instructing, there's nothing about getting thin. There's nothing about getting toned. It's all about how you feel in your body. And I'm just like, I'm going to get emotional. But like, it has helped me realize and kind of find a new way of moving. And I just wanted to say thank you. Oh my gosh, that makes me want to cry. Yeah. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> That gave me tangles. I know. That's like so sweet. And movement as as punishment is something that we all deal with. And I just like, well, I appreciate her vulnerability and openness there. And like that means the world to me. And we don't have to end on an emotional note. But honestly, but we, we are. Can, and it's no, cool. And I, I think if you go back to, to the, <laughs> the question of what fuels you, to me, absolutely, I hear things like that. And I'm like, it's so easy to get lost into like, or even when someone asks you, hey, what are you doing these days for work? Or whatever, you're like, oh, I'm building this like fitness thing. You know, like it's this of this. And it's so easy to forget like how much impact you can have and that you do have and that like people we also get lost in like how many people viewed or commented on instagram or how many members we have or whatever these things are and then you hear one person change the way or they're changing the way that their relationship is with their body like to me that seems like that is part of what fuels you right that That's is everything part, yeah. i mean that is everything and hearing i think what's so important about this is we don't i don't often get to hear from the team. And I don't often get to hear, you know, these stories and, and the impact that, you know, what we're doing has on them. And that me, it, it is the fuel that keeps me going. And that means everything to me. And the reason why I started, like why I became a trainer is for that exact reason. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate her being vulnerable and sharing that story. And that is the fuel. Like that is what keeps me going. Yeah. And I just also want to say like movement as punishment has been a story we've been told our entire lives. And I feel like we're never, you know, we constantly think we're going to get to the pinnacle moment of being like understanding, oh no, movement isn't punishment. It's this joyful thing. And I am the number one person that preaches that. And I still have to remind myself that every single day, you know, it's like reminding myself I am more than my body. Movement is a way to celebrate my body. Movement is a way to find joy in my body and connect with my body. Like it is not a way to punish my body. And I think we just have to continuously remind ourselves that. And I appreciate that she found, you know, a comfort in the platform and what we're creating. And 
and I'm extremely grateful. Like that is what motivates me to keep getting up every single day. Like you're right. I don't even know why I didn't think about that. Like honestly, thinking about the people that are a part of the team and that get to move, that we get to move with and, and work out with daily is like what motivates me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be able to offer them something that isn't easy to come by, like and to have them find a place that's like actually really good for the, what they need. Absolutely. You know, because it is like, it's it's a hard it's a hard road to like preach, you know, celebrate your body and all these things. And, yeah. you know, don't let's not go for weight loss. Like that's that's what everybody pushes. And it's yeah. an easy target. And oh, it's so easy, you know, but for the people who get it, I think that's like the most fulfilling thing is like, oh, wow, like this is changing the way I think, which is so much bigger than losing 10 pounds or whatever it is, you know, like that's and I'm going through that journey. Like since I've known you, like it's changed you know, the way I think, and I'm still definitely in that transition. It's not like I've like figured that out, but it's like constant. I'm like, damn, I still think that way. Like I'm, but I can catch myself at least and go like, oh, interesting. Like, but we're always in that. And I just want to be honest here. Like, again, everyone hears me say those things, but like, for example, yesterday I was cleaning out my closet. Uh, um, (laughs) I wanted to give some clothes to a friend and I was trying on a bunch of pants. I was like, oh, I don't want to give these away. I love these. And I was trying them on. I was like, oh shit, these like don't fit me anymore. And my immediate thought was, okay, like, fuck, what am I doing? Why am I so, why am I so many sizes bigger right now? I think I need to do something. Literally, like I'm being honest. That's Mm -hmm. my thought process. And two seconds later, I'm like, what the fuck? Like I have this mental slap, like what the fuck, Kais? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, let's just take a second right now to just pause one second. Like you're human, so that's gonna happen. It goes in one ear and now out the fucking other. And then you remind yourself, not only am I more than my body, I am super fucking happy, like the happiest I've ever been right now. So I'm doing something right. I'm a fucking badass right now with what I'm doing with movement and I feel fucking powerful in my body. I'm doing something right. Do I really care about not fitting into these damn cool looking Nikes? No, I don't give a fuck. Here you go. Put them all in the box. Goodbye. Get a new pair. Get a new pair. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, I do want to be real. It happens every Mm -hmm. single day for me that I am trying to define myself by what I look like. That I am, you know, I have a thought of movement and fuel as punishment. And I think like that is our constant practice, like the reps that we do in the gym or in the studio or at home, you have to constantly remind yourself like, nope, nope, nope. And that's our forever journey forever because of what's happening also in the outside world. The input that we get on a daily basis, that this is what you need to look like. This Mm -hmm. is what you need to do. This is what you need to eat. You got to go on this diet. Like, yeah, we have to tell ourselves that a thousand times a day to like counter counteract that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't even, it, the messaging isn't even saying it like that. It's just what you see. It's so subliminal. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's so hard to try to reverse any yeah. of that thinking. So just, yeah. I think the awareness alone is a huge win. Yeah. And to catch yourself and just go, okay. Yeah. All right. Because honestly, like the negative, that self-talk is more more powerful than anything that's mm-hmm. happening out there. You know what I mean? Like that's it. I've really that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned that it's like what matters most is how I'm talking to myself. And that conversation that I have with myself is like the thing that I work on the hardest. And so I don't beat myself up for having those thoughts, especially being like, Kaisa, you're the queen of you're more than your body. Like, how are you having this thought right now? I don't even sit in that anymore. I sit in like, all right, cool. You're human in one ear, out the other. Mm -hmm. What do we replace it with? Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for that honesty. Yeah. That's good. Well, it was interesting because I was literally like, oh, I'm I'm fully having a moment right now. (laughs) Like, I am upset that these pants, like it was a whole bundle of pants, that these do not fit me anymore. And I 
want to throw a little fit and I want, and I want to go and fix it. I want to mm-hmm. change that about me. I want to, I want to go and do something and literally like lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who was that? That just said that <laughs> Like, that's not what I believe in. Like, yeah. let me just remind you who the fuck I am. No, but yeah, I have those moments with myself every single day. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's great that you're, you're honest in this journey so that we all don't think that like, you know, maybe someday we can be like no. you. It's like, team. Yeah. One all... day we'll be dead and we'll <laughs> still like, I hate, no, this, but job. I'm just saying yeah. like, it's, I'm coming to realize that because I'm the person that's looking for that perfection, <laughs> that like moment of like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm like, no, yeah. it's never like life is in the journey and in the process. Yeah. Like. One and then sorry, and then you die. And then you die. Like I didn't mean that. Not I. I didn't mean that negatively. I just yeah. mean like no. It's a forever thing. Yeah. Because there's forever going to be things coming up. Totally. Yeah. That's good. I think that's where we and we okay. end, we end with death. We end with that one. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to be negative. But I do appreciate. I appreciate everybody's vulnerability mm-hmm. and like just being willing to be honest with these questions. And these are fun. I enjoy hearing yeah, from the team. Totally. So we definitely should do more team. If you listen to this, if you have questions, or if you ask those questions and you have clarifications of them, go to kaisafit.com slash ask, leave your questions, and we'll get to them on a future episode. Yeah. These are fun. This was a good diverse like style of questions, yeah. too. I, I liked it. Yeah. So they're coming in. Yeah. I appreciate you posting about it. It helps. You know, people oh, yeah, like ask. it. <laughs> We forget, you know, and then people see you on Instagram. Oh, I got a question. I I got a comment. I want to say something. I love it. But also don't DM me your questions, team. You have to leave them here because you can see we play the audio. So leave them them there. Kaisafit.com slash ask. All right. All right, team. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And we'll... Oh, oh man. I was like, damn, she's got no. <laughs> I, still, woo, woo, woo. I still haven't Reverse gotten it. it good. Don't cut this because we're practicing. Yep. All right. All right, team. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And we'll see you back on the Kaisa Show very soon. Peace. <laughs>